Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 108. For those of you that are new to this podcast, I am a certified life coach. I work primarily with individuals struggling with their self-esteem and all of the ways that that shows up in your life. So if what you hear on this podcast resonates with you and you're finding it helpful, that's fantastic. And if you want to take it a little bit further, you can reach out to me for a free consultation to learn more about how I can help you. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Today, we're going to take a look at whether or not you're struggling with ANTS, A-N-T-S, Automatic Negative Thoughts. These are automatic thoughts because they tend to happen in the background of your brain or, as the name suggests, automatically, meaning you're not cognitively working yourself to the conclusion of the thought. Part of why these thoughts are so destructive is because While it might be shocking to hear, the negative things you're thinking about yourself or your life are not actually rooted in reality. They feel real because we have a tendency to create the future we're already thinking we're going to have. So if we're having negative thoughts, we tend to self-sabotage. Yet the reality is when you initially have these negative thoughts, they're not based in any form of reality. They're speaking from a place of fear. They're coming from your preconceived notions, your understanding of your past experiences, and then what happens? You make cognitive decisions based on what you're thinking and feeling, what appears true to you at that time. And so you make decisions based on these negative thoughts that are going on in your head, these automatic negative thoughts, and suddenly the ants are controlling your brain. That's a disturbing thought, right? So what do I mean when I say they're controlling your brain? Well, let's say you're about to go meet with a new prospective client, and these ants are already going in your head, this automatic negative thoughts, and they're telling you they're going to see right through you. They're going to think you're a fraud. You're not as good as you're pretending to be. There's probably somebody better out there for this client. Now you're going to show up nervous. You're going to have doubts. You may downplay your qualifications. You may quote a price that is unreasonably low, which makes them question what type of service they're going to get for such a cheap price. You may try too hard to sell yourself to them to convince them that you're the right choice. So now you're talking too fast. You're talking too much. You're sharing too much information. And now you don't have a new client. And now you have proof of all the negative things you were thinking about yourself, all of those worries that were brewing in your brain, you just proved them true, when the reality is they weren't true. They didn't need to be true. You may find yourself doing this in multiple aspects of your life. You may have gone to sleep Sunday night thinking, Monday morning, I'm starting to eat healthier. But then you wake up and you think, I'm not going to be able to work out today, or I didn't get enough sleep. I need that donut for extra energy. If I can't work out, it doesn't matter if I'm eating healthy. I never seem to lose weight anyways. And then you begin the self-sabotage process. Maybe you catch yourself doing this with your children. 
They don't listen anyways. I'm a terrible parent. I don't know what I'm doing. And then you make choices that align with that, which inevitably end up proving you right. That doesn't feel good, right? That's not how any of us want to be living. I know none of you want ants. Not in your house and not in your mind. Raise your hand if you're enjoying the cycle of having that automatic negative thought and then making a decision based on that thought that causes a reaction that is negative in your life that causes you to feel worse about yourself and your life. No one, right? No hands went up. Well, I'm going to tell you the thing that I'm constantly telling you because I feel like it's one of the most powerful things I can tell you. You have a choice here. You are capable of stopping this process. You are capable of breaking the cycle. The first thing that I want to explain to you is that this is a multi-step process and you cannot go on to the next step until you have done the first step. That's very important. So we're going to go through this step by step. The first thing that you have to do in order to get rid of the ants, the automatic negative thoughts, is to start catching yourself when you're making excuses for your current condition. This can be a really hard first step. So I want you to know that I acknowledge that and I want you to acknowledge that. This is one of the hardest first steps there are when it comes to healing our self-esteem. Whatever your excuses are, and I want you to keep in mind, these excuses can sound very logical, very reasonable, like you're just simply giving the facts of the situation. That's part of what makes them so enticing. And yet, as long as excuses are acceptable, you're going to stay in the cycle. Accountability is the kryptonite to these ants. Excuses, blame, victimhood, that all keeps you stuck. Accountability gives you control, strength, and it's an ant killer. Absolute kryptonite. Best tool in your arsenal. Accountability. Excuses are, this thing happened to me and it was out of my control, or I couldn't help it, right? Accountability is, I recognize I could have done something there and I'm going to be doing that in the future to change the outcome of the situation. So now we're no longer making excuses for what our own mind is doing in our life. The next step is to catch the ants. I'm not asking you to catch it before it happens. I'm asking you to notice when it does happen and counteract it. Because these ants in our brain are just like ants in the kitchen. When there's one, I guarantee you, there's a whole bunch more. If we can catch the one, we can stop the rest. Okay? So when that first negative thought comes into your brain, I can't quit my job, nobody else will hire me. Catch it before it goes any further. Now, I don't know if you caught that or not, but there's an excuse embedded in there. I would quit if other people would hire me, but they're not going to hire me, so I can't quit. There's an excuse, an excuse to stay in a job that is not serving you, not valuing you, and not helping you get where you're supposed to be in this life. But we don't notice it. We don't notice it in the moment that that's what we're doing. So I'm trying to help you be more aware of that. So when your brain spews out that ant, that's your chance to notice it. Wait a minute. There's no truth in that yet. I haven't even tested this theory. I have no idea if anybody else would hire me yet. I need to put on an application. I need to show up to interviews, positively show up, right? Because you can take actions 
that can change this outcome. Not applying for a new job is just as much an action as getting out there and applying for jobs is. Take the action that will help you improve your life and propel you forward to the place you're supposed to be at. You're on this planet with a purpose and a passion and a skill set, and you're in charge of making sure that all of that comes to fruition. You're in charge of breaking the cycle in your own life. So step three is to change the thought. And this one can feel hard, but actually the more you practice it, you'll probably realize this one's not that difficult. In fact, this one can be kind of fun. Ask yourself, what do you know to be true? What's actually factual in this moment? Maybe your brain is telling you your boss doesn't like you. And your brain could run with that if you gave it permission to do so. Or you could look at what you know to be true. You were hired for a reason. You've got the degree or the training or the certification that got you the job in the first place. Maybe your boss doesn't seem to like anybody and you shouldn't take it that personally. What do you know to be true? And we can cycle this back to the accountability piece if you haven't done that yet. But if you take accountability and you ask what's actually true, maybe these ants have you showing up late for work. Maybe you come in and you're so caught up with what's going on inside of you that you don't realize you're coming across as rude to your coworkers. Maybe all that self-doubt you're experiencing is causing anxiety at work and you're messing up on things you shouldn't be messing up on. And maybe that's why your boss is frustrated with you because he knows you can do better, but you've got yourself stuck in this cycle of absolute destruction. Maybe you have some really great idea that you haven't shared because you're afraid of rejection. Maybe there's a project that's been sitting on your desk that you haven't tackled yet because you're not sure you know how, and you could go ask somebody for some assistance. Maybe you're one of the most qualified people at work, and you aren't letting yourself shine. So what can you replace those negative thoughts with? I'm capable of showing up better. I'm capable of doing more. I have the ability to be really good at my job. I know what I'm doing. I can ask for help. This is how you take control of what's going on in your life, the experiences that you're having, and break the cycle that you're currently in that is not serving you or making you happy. I really struggled with making friends as an adult. Maybe a lot of you experience that. And there were definitely periods in my life where I didn't feel like I had any actual friends. And I would have little pity parties for myself. Nobody likes me. What's wrong with me? Why won't anybody be my friend? Why am I not being invited to do things? Why does nobody call me? It was really upsetting. It messed with my head and how I viewed myself. It made me question my worth and everything about me, really. It made me question all of it. And finally, one day I decided to take accountability. I acknowledged I wasn't being a great friend either. I wasn't initiating a bunch of conversations. I wasn't inviting people to do things with me. I was just waiting for them to engage. And then I started catching those automatic negative thoughts. And I would remind myself, you know, no one ever actually said they don't want to hang out with me. In fact, when I take action and I text or call them or I invite somebody to go do something, They were saying yes, they were happy to hear from me. They were sad it had been so long. And so I started having that evidence that allowed me to start changing the thought process. And then that allowed me to start taking control. Well, if they want to hear from me and they want to hang out with me, and I recognize I also am not taking action, then maybe that's what I should be doing instead of sitting home alone feeling bad for myself. So I became the person that would send the text, follow up, check in, 
invite people to do things. And the end result was not only do I have friends, but I have some really amazing relationships. And now I'm being a good friend. So now if that first aunt ever wants to show up, because maybe I haven't heard from somebody in a while, or we're all kind of going through a quiet spell, which tends to happen in the real world, instead of going negative with it and thinking, oh my gosh, maybe people don't want to be my friend. I ask instead, when was the last time I reached out? And if it's been a minute, I make sure I touch base with my friends because it's not just about them being my friend. It's also about me being their friend. So this is just one way that this showed up in my life. And I utilized these tools to completely and radically change my circumstances. And your goal this week is to find an area in your life where you can do the same. Where are ants crawling around, causing destruction? Where are these automatic negative thoughts popping up? Where can you take accountability for the role you're playing? What lies are these ants telling you? How can you change that to a positive thought? And what action do you want to take for a better outcome? You've got this. Be prepared for some pretty awesome positive outcomes when you start practicing this. Thanks for being here today, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.